Welcome back to Forever Shot, Never Shot. You checking in right now, Forever Shot Terry. Today we got a political panel on today talking about Donald Trump, the president, all of the bullshit that's been going on with the domestic terrorism, immigration, ASAP Rocky, and more. We got our political panel on. We got Omar K. Denoff, owner of Urban Elegance Supply Company and Omar K. Denoff Designs. Of course, we got Tristan J. Banks, the Eastside Ambassador, and we got our co-host TJ Alexander. So let's spin it around to our panel and see how they feel about what's been going on lately. Stop trying to just act keep like it you. 100. Yeah, just keep it one hundred. That's how Trump got elected. He was honest. That I, that's what a lot of people you don't get, understand. Do you realize that it's uh, rich African Americans who voted for Trump? That's what. A, that's, it's, it's it's black males who voted for Trump because they know Hillary was up that line. Hillary championed man, mandatory minimums that did stuff that like took my brother and my father away. Based on my tax bracket, baby. Yes. Yes, ma'am. No, no. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna I'm tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I tell. I tell Was people that all on the time. Because you know I work for the Democrats. I'm a, I, like. I'm gonna tell people. Yeah. It's it's, it's a catch twenty two. Now look, it's like what you said. I I tell people all the time. The reason why Trump won is because he told the truth. Straight up. Like it, it. I don't. I don't care how evil or hurtful I am. I said it out loud. Yes, I did. <laughs> you believe I me. Did. That's why he won. That's why he, I honestly feel like he's going to win again. Nobody honest, could do about it. I honestly feel nothing. like he's going to win again because all Democrats are telling us what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. People tell you got every single Democrat. What's the first two things that they say? I, I believe Education. in reparations and I want to get rid of the uh and I want to get rid of the student loan debt. Bro, that shit not gonna happen. No, no. <laughs> Nobody is believing though. So it's like everybody looking at them like you want you you <laughs> you want to Democrats vote on emotion. Republicans they vote, vote on, on their bank account. They vote on the truth. And, and, and exactly. Trump's That's Trump's sitting up here. But then remember, Republicans free the slaves. So we Trump, if we go back, it's always business. Trump Trump sure. sit, Trump sitting up here like, I right, look, I'm not getting rid of tax. I'm not getting rid of the student debt. <laughs> like that's not gonna happen. But I will tell you, you know, I do this here. I do this little small thing here. I do this little small thing. Here. And people like, you know what? I believe them because I, I could see I could see that being possible. When a motherfucker get on national television in front of millions of people and they say, I'm finna erase a 1.6 trillion student loan debt. Yeah. Over with. Every 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 person who logically know what's going on is looking at that TV and they like that motherfucker's lying. Yeah, <laughs> like, G, like, yeah. You get what I'm saying? You try to stay away from as, them as no matter what. No, I, I listen, <laughs> listen. Facts, I believe uh and this this ain't got nothing to do with Trump, but I was talking to Sid. And I basically was telling her, like, Barack Obama was president eight years too early. Hillary Clinton should have been president. He should have been her vice president. Gain, because didn't nobody know him. That was the original plan. Didn't, no, so didn't nobody know him. Didn't nobody, like. No, nah, they, needed, they needed Obama to be there so he could do what he did in Africa, though. They needed, the, Muammar Gaddafi was building the African dinar, the gold dinar. And they got the most resources there. Africans literally would have took the goddamn globe back. They needed an African man with African roots who could smile and play cool as hell to look black people in the face and so cheese they at us they, so they, they could finish their agenda. They, but, needed, but, exactly. they needed a black man. But, but, they finished out their agenda. I, yes. I, 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 know, I, I, I know that, like, government-wise. I'm just talking about people-wise. Like, like, oh, for, like, for the betterment of us, he was president well, eight when, years when too America early. For the Very true, man. <laughs> But but I I don't I don't know if he knew that like I don't like it's like what you said like they needed him to be president so I don't know but 
to me, it seemed clear cut that he shouldn't have been president when he like. Just, I, just remember, even never, when he was he, running, he never, I was telling people like. Gee, why y'all should vote for he Hillary never, Clinton he and then let him be vice president? He never but we got elected been. before the presidential race. Most people don't notice. Obama won his senatorial race and things in the state of Illinois because candidates dropped out. For instance, the one guy had his stuff with his wife. He was beating his wife or his stuff with his children. Yeah. He never actually got. Well, he got. He won the race, but he didn't get elected by vote. You know, we he, fell he just for fell into it. because he ran for office. We saw P. Diddy on TV. Exactly. We saw Oprah on TV. Mm -hmm. We saw this cool swagging ass black dude. And mm -hmm. then he had this black woman who is really from Chicago, who lived in Parkway back when it was very nice, by the way, um, and was there for like a year or so, um, standing next to him. So we said, oh, we with him, you know, and we went for it, you know, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with him, but the reality is we also got to understand that pres presidential hands are tied. He was elected by individuals tied to like Rahm Emanuel. That's why that was his secretary of state you know how it trickles all the way back down to chance the rapper and ari emmanuel exactly. over in la and they movies and them uh Ron Manuel getting elected yeah. the mayor and then we had us having batman and all this hollywood coming to town you know this is big business you know and he was the big he was a black man in a suit that they could use to do it. and at the end of the day we need to understand that Muammar Gaddafi has been a threat since the 90s when he gave jeff when he gave jeff ford Missile launches, exactly. you know, yeah. and Jeff Ford, <laughs> Chief Mali got locked up exactly. for being a terrorist. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. we have to sit here and act like we understand this game. Muammar Gaddafi, Gaddafi been a threat. You feel me? They needed to do what they did. You know, they got rid of Saddam Hussein, who was trying to do what? His own currency. And his every legacies. War in, every All war, of their legacies. Every, every, Sons, war in history, nephews. every war in history has yeah. been about currency. When they came to America to try to stop the colonies, it was because they created their own currency. They didn't want to pay the British taxes. Exactly. You feel me? It's always about currency. Motherfuckers want their money. They need you to pay taxes. <laughs> That's facts, though. That's the world. <laughs> the, People need their tax. The IRS yeah. is the biggest game. And it's not the, even in the, America. In the country. Yeah. The IRS <laughs> The biggest game in the country. Really. Exactly. Jobs. You know, that's what's crazy. The IRS is the biggest game in the country, they and they're not even in America. Country. They you will swipe get... a card and they go back to London. Exactly. You know? But what I they, agree. What, what they call them, the uh, the, 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 tri the Empire States, the, yeah, the, uh, the London, yeah, the Vatican, the, uh, and, exactly. and D.C. Mm -hmm. You know, these these constitutional monarchies. Exactly. You know? yeah. What the biggest central banks are. Yeah. That's what the biggest central banks are. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, so... Piggybacking off just political issues and things like that. Uh, first thing we're going to get into is, you know, what uh, Trump, We I guess we're going to call it Trump in the news. Right. You know, the la last couple of weeks, you know, he's been wilding. You know, he's been, he been, he been yeah. having a lot going on. You know, he uh, <laughs> we need to get ASAP back ASAP. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's he, been a rocky week. Yeah, he, yeah. Been, he, been, he, been, he been pandering like a motherfucker. But at the same time, you know, I think he like, he's starting to, to, to sweat a little bit because I, I, right. I feel like a, a lot of pressure is being put on him to call a spade a spade. Right. Right. You know, one thing he's always done since he became a president is been able, one thing he's been great at is being able to, to distract what the real issue is. For sure. You know, a lot of people don't understand that when he tweet or when he do something, it's to take attention away from the real issue. Every um, time. Kansas City show. Like two, sure. three weeks ago, he, uh, shit, I forget what he said. Like two, three, oh, about the ladies. Oh, okay, Maybe right. he told, he said the ladies should go back to where they came from. It was those four senator women. Right. He was like, maybe they should go back to where they came from. Yeah. That was strategic because of the fact that there was another presidential candidate who was supposed to be like 
up after him or they were supposed right. to have a rally or had a speak after him and nobody knows about that like <laughs> nobody remembers that because everybody remember that he dissed those four ladies right. you get what i'm saying like whether it's the whether it's bad or whether it's good he's saying things to keep the attention on him and to exactly. keep the attention away from the real issue mm -hmm. so i just want to know y'all opinion you know on some of the things that he's had going on for instance the mass shootings you know uh the things that he's been saying about these uh these political uh, women that are in power, or they're they're running for uh, their senators in these states. I think one is in New York, one is in Minnesota, mm -hmm. and saying that those women need to go back to where they came from. There was right. one of his uh, another guy who's in the House of Republic. He said uh, maybe the lady should go to Somalia or something like that, where she's from, and spend a year there, right, and come back, and maybe she appreciate America a little bit more, <laughs> right? Like you know what I'm saying? Like this the wow. This the narrative that they pushing out there. Like if you if you don't like it here, leave. Exactly. And so uh, I don't think Trump realized. I, I think he knows, mm -hmm. but he's he's really trying to make it seem like he has no influence on the shit that's going on right now. Right. Uh, Walmart fucking uh, is no longer allowing violent video games. Inside. To be to be like not not be sold, but they're not they're not advertising video games. So let's just say a new a new Call of Duty or a right. new Grand Theft Auto come out, Walmart is not gonna put a poster or anything like a, that mm -hmm. up in a store because Trump went on national television and said the reason for these mass shootings is violent video games and shit like that. But Walmart is still gonna sell guns. Right, <laughs> like you still yeah, gonna be like somebody just walked in your store yeah. and it's shot that bitch up, up right. but you still gonna sell guns. Yeah. But you're not gonna sell video games, or or you're not gonna you're not gonna advertise violent video games. So what right. y'all think about it? So uh, I'm gonna try to keep mine short and simple and sweet. It's uh, on the aspect of uh, understanding how America gets down psychologically. Like it's always uh, they plan. I feel like America plans their own attacks for like for their own benefits. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you have, for example, 9/11. Um, you was dealing with people from Saudi Arabia, Lebanon, just like the Middle Eastern uh, aspect of the world. And um, they had hidden agendas in America. Mm -hmm. You know, they was uh, planning to take over a lot of different um, systems pertaining to the banks, uh, pertaining to uh, Dubai was making a lot of money during that time. Um, because of the new development projects that they had going on in Dubai. With the oil um, and all that. Exactly. That's how they, yeah. So, um, generally, America tries to cut a deal with people who are becoming more prestige in the sense of, like, uh, cultural mm -hmm. aspects. Like, um, like you were talking about uh, Gaddafi. You know, you got to do something. Um, like, America start building military bases in Africa around that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go anywhere from like western part of africa because we see like that's the part that's growing the most with the people that's back home trying to put money back into those specific lands mm -hmm. um but getting back to the subject it's more of like they always have like a specific agenda um targeted towards specific people so since the hispanics have like the minimum wage working jobs and they push the black men to the side um as far as like giving them opportunity, um, they have to do something. You have to get embarrassed. You have to get 
like your specific ethnic group has to go through hell first in order for y'all to get the the reapings of the benefits that you all are trying gotcha. to earn. So like um, when the mass shooting happened, I knew the topic wasn't going to be touched on um, the right way because it's Trump. He only cared about his specific group of people, you know what I'm saying, the Germans. He wasn't going to address um, it the exactly. way it needed to be addressed. Exactly. He wasn't going to show any sympathy. The most he would do is be like, you know what I'm saying, like how you said, he had a, uh, like he said, the reason why these mass shootings happen because games. of video games, on, you know what man. I'm saying? But no, nah, dude, you know what I'm saying, that shot up the spot, you know what I'm saying, he was a, a, a white boy. Like, I mean, it's typical, like a white man, like that's how they come. Like, they do things like that, and they, then they get labeled as like, mental ill individuals and they don't serve no real time and this was in they el paso right el paso like, exactly Texas, you, Dallas. You, you like i'm yeah <laughs> you know like you know what he was going after you exactly. know who he was going after you know he, was going after, like, he was going out he was going out the mexican mexican me personally American. i feel like it was planned you got to look at the simple fact shit, they was talking about building the wall the wall really can't be built seriously it's gonna either get knocked down some type of way, or they going like you know what I'm saying, like trying to give his ass the money. It, you know what I'm saying? They giving man, they trust. trying to give his ass yeah. the money. It's, it's you know what I'm saying. It just don't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the thing is, it's to embarrass that group of people first, so they won't look at be looked at as like a group of people that's actually coming up. They still like in that minority group. They still individuals that can't come out on top. But if you look at what they have, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? They got all of the contracts they building in all parts of like the world you know what i'm saying they they coming together as groups they own a lot of property too mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but it's just like you have to get embarrassed first you know what i'm saying it's a psychological thing we're supposed to have a, a specific group of people that get attacked first and then they eventually come up if you see even in the political ladder they climbing mm -hmm. they inside like the uh the ju judicial system they got different positions as far as police officers they got like they uh like getting into the fire departments now, even though that's like what is it the uh shit like, you know, you got the police officers that got they like uh Germ not German, but uh I think the Italians own the fire department um section. And then the Irish. The Irish, yeah. Right, 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 right. So you know what I'm saying, like they got like ownership in like the fire departments now, they got ownership in like certain parts of like the police force, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like you see them coming up that ladder, but they have to be put down first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I notice in history. It's like a pattern of consistent events, you know what I'm saying? Like even when 9-11 happened, you start seeing like different um, people from Saudi Arabia inside the political field, like just coming up out of nowhere. So it's okay. just like I see that personally, and I just – like people just have to pay attention to how America play games. It's a specific pattern. So you know do you, so you're saying that this whole thing is more so of a ploy to I, I don't want to use the word advertise. Um, it's 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 a ploy to kind of like an overlay for the underlay. Yeah, to give them give to to say that you know. This is how we gonna treat your people, right? And if you want, if you want to be accepted, or if you want to get further, y'all have to be. Now you need to act right. Exactly. Now Even you if need. You, now you need to basically take our side exactly. and do what we do what we want you to do. Exactly. So now your your political individuals are gonna be under. They they gonna be they gonna be basically under our wing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you Mexican, you wanna you wanna be a senator, you wanna be in the House of Republic. Well, you see how we just came at your people. Now, exactly. if you want to make it better. 
you also need to do what abide we want you to do. You need still. to abide by our rules yeah. and do what we want you to do. It's like giving I ain't think about it like that. And That's then the also you got to look at when it happened, they never really put out clips. You got big-ass cameras sitting in Walmart. But y'all can't show. Oh no, they ain't gonna show that shit. My point intended. But <laughs> even, show that but the shit. thing is, even like they only showed him entering, but they never they 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 put more numbers on top of things too, like the amount of people that got killed. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, like me personally, if I hear gunshots going off in the spot, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna keep going towards the person that's shooting. That was a lot of people. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was a lot of people. They didn't put out the footage, and they put hella numbers out. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 putting a sense of a psychological standpoint. Yeah. You got the images of the dude coming in. You got them. You see him masked up, ready to go to war. You got these numbers that come out, but it's no substance. Like You it's almost no feel like it was 30 people standing right there, and he just. You feel me? Got, like, 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 he just but gunned them you know down what I'm or whatever but the case like, may be. You got to think about how everything is. It's always like. You, we need more detail, and we never had it. We just throw out the speculations, what we think, what we believe, mm-hmm. but we don't have the facts for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the cat that got on, like the black guy that was talking about it, he talked about, like, just saving the children. But mm-hmm. a lot of them did not see the shooter. You know what I'm saying? Very true. A lot of like, people say they didn't. They just heard out, the shots. They yeah. just heard the shots. Now, a lot of people not trying to see the shooters, but our day and age, everything is recorded. We ain't got no... Footage. We just hear the gunshots. Like it's been shit. Like in classrooms, kids getting shot in different like states and countries, but they record it on their phones. On their phones. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I think he probably popped a few people. It blew up because of the simple fact, like the Hispanic ladder, they only have a certain amount of time, so they they have to put something out. They have to put some type of material out. Now I might sound crazy, but this is just what I believe. Now, I don't think I sound crazy, but I might sound crazy to the masses because just like those I, I, specific I mean, shit, people, what you're saying makes you know sense. Saying? It's like, like it's it's not real. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not real, like evidence, bro. Like that that many people pass. What about you? Um, man, I mean, what he said really does give you a lot to think about. Um, you look at the political landscape. You look at the way that the elite have always controlled the mind through psychological warfare. And you look at the reality of the fact that you got um, different individuals. um, And the first one that comes to my mind, I mean, I'm not saying she has anything to do with any of this, is uh, the young lady, uh, Mm -hmm. Ocasio-Cortez. She's heavily influential. She speaks a lot. Yeah, I was Um, just going to say, she's very, she's very vocal right now. She's getting a lot of attention. So one of the things that I'm noticing that when people are trying to create a narrative and to to lead themselves, lead their people into a deeper path. Mm-hmm. They have to initiate things that will build it. The first time you can think of a homegrown terrorism, if you will, um, was the Boston Tea Party. It was actually the Sons of Liberty, and they dressed up like Indians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they they initiated um, one of the one of the events that led to our um, our. Uh, War for independence. So the reality is, when you see the that we have different candidates who are his, of Hispanic descent, and you don't see all of this information, um, it's kind of simple to understand that they need more attention. You know, that's when you give them something to champion. For instance, if you're in Chicago and you want to run for mayor, and you're someone who grew up in a situation 
where it was impoverished and you want to shift attention to you well a very um a very inspiring very promising young kid from a very bad neighborhood gets shot you can relate so you become the face of the people you become the face of this tragedy you Mm -hmm. become the hero you become the the person to speak out and and get the attention that's what people do you have a lot of people who they call crisis uh what are the people who show up in crisis time you know, and they're always, every time, I think it's crisis management. Yeah, you got like people that. who yeah. show up every crisis in Chicago and they want to get on TV and talk about how, what was going on. They don't know the family. They're not from this neighborhood, never spent a day on this block, but they need to get that time. You know, that's nothing but politics. That's trying to build a brand. That's trying to build a face. You know, it happens all the time. It's American politics. Uh, the reality is if there's no footage of it and you hear all these speculation yeah then that's that's what you're left with you know they say what what is it they say um believe um half of what you see and none of what you hear yeah <laughs> you know uh, the reality is i don't mean to be an a-hole but if i wasn't there how do i know it happened you right. know i'm a firm believer that i can't i can't support that as secondhand knowledge exactly. you know so my condolences to anyone who might have passed in this shooting i haven't actually watched the footage and things like that but the reality no. is I, I've, it's gotten to a point for me to be honest with you where I don't even bother to watch it. I researched the Sandy Hook. You know, I did all that. I've, we, I was in the class. I remember getting to school late on September 11th in sixth grade and actually being able to see the second plane hit the tower. You know, right. and I remember my uh, teacher at the time, her name was Monica DiLorenzo, her saying, man, I bet they're going to say it was Osama bin Laden who did it. And later on, they said he did it. You know, and the reason being, they had trained him here. You know, and then he actually just got posthumously uh, acquitted. Exactly. You know, so... You know, after they send these scenes, Wait, make so all you these saying, movies. Wait, so you saying he say that again? Osama bin Laden was posthumously acquitted. On what? September 11th. I'm saying, I, don't, I guess I don't get what that means. Like, what do you mean he was acquitted? It, it has come out that he had nothing to do with the situation. At all. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't know that, G. America plans their own attacks, man. I didn't it's know that, G. Everything from yes. mass shootings to whatever you wow. see on the news, G. They do that they self. They build all of this they self. <laughs> I'm sitting up here like, I, I heard what you said, but I'm sitting up here like, well, maybe he like said, like, you know, it was just. No, it's, it's it, they, they, have, they have announced that he had nothing to do with it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And the pictures so, that they was putting up and everything of all the uh, individuals, them wasn't even people. They was just like random ass mug shots. Like it's never. So if they, if they, if they, if they came to the conclusion that he had nothing to do with it, and so I, 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 I've heard all the, con- all the, because uh, when you call something conspiracy theory, it almost make it seem like you, you saying it's a lie. Right. So I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory because I don't know truly what happened. But it's like when you when you back then when you used to hear about all these people saying, Oh, the the government knocked down the trade towers. You know I what I'm saying? A question. The government There's did one it. Question. Go ahead. How did Building Seven fall? What do you mean building seven? At the World Trade Centers, they uh-huh. had two administrative buildings. Then they had a central I guess you want to call it their intelligence hub. It was uh-huh. called Building Seven. It was much smaller. And it what it, it it it, it, it well, housed all of the financial information for the U.S. trade. And so you saying how did it fall? Like how yeah. did how did? I mean, it never got hit by a plane. 
I mean, another big building was sitting next to it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's things like that that when you look at it, I've learned to just listen to stories. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just find holes I'll, st- I'll just stop. You know, I don't always ask questions. But the reality is you got two structures that got hit by planes. They imploded, which to me doesn't even look realistic, you know. Okay. Um, I'm not an engineer, but it just doesn't look realistic the way they fail. It looked like a controlled demolition. That I can't say. The way they fail look. Fool. It look yeah. It look like the way they fail look like how you know how you knock down like controlled some demolition. project buildings yeah. and, 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 like, and, and, and like that's how this shit fail. So yeah. I like like what you said. To my knowledge, if a if a building get hit and it just give way or it crumble. I can't see that building just dropping straight down the way that it drops straight down. Like I feel like it'll either lean, it'll do something. Like it, because the reality is the bottom, the bottom, the bottom of this building was not hit. So the reality is, if these buildings got hit at the top, what's that top half supposed to fall? Yeah, what's I I I thought of that too. Like the top half should have fell first instead of the bottom giving out. But yeah, I mean, and if the top half had fallen, it would have literally. Falling on the on the bottom half, collapse some or whatever. And the case falling over, yeah. off the side of the building. They would have been able to continue to build after that. Yeah, I, 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 so I guess, I guess it's like, where both of y'all coming from is that like this is all just an in, 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 in underplay for the overlay, like you Politics. said. Politics. The person like, who who that building, I mean, who owned that building, I think they received like unlimited bread for that shit, bro. It was like. The insurance. They had just re- uh, re- yeah. Uh, they rebuilt uh, it re- with that money, like so it was like yeah. It was just like I think it was like it was a couple billion or some shit, bro. Like it was so some crazy. Do you, amount do you of money. feel like everything that's going on now politically with Trump or everything that we got going on now is it is it a ploy? So I know y'all saying it's a ploy for something bigger, mm-hmm. but what do y'all think that bigger is? Like what what do y'all think that is? Like what what do you what do you think is the next? The next grimy ass government, <laughs> like what? What do you think is the next thing that they trying to do? I mean, like, the reality is right now you. Because I think Trump is a puppet. To be honest with you, yeah, I think he, he a puppet. I think, I think that the the mass Republicans or the people who really like are in charge are using Trump because he's he's. What he's doing is he's bringing out a lot of people's truth, mm-hmm. right? He's bringing out a lot of people's truth. Like, um, at my job, it could be, a, it, like, back in the day when somebody voted for a Republican, it was just like, oh, they just a greedy motherfucker, or they just, mm-hmm. you know, they want their money. Jay-Z made a song called Black Republican. But now when you see somebody that's Republican, it's like, you didn't, you, you don't ask them, did you vote Republican? You say, damn, you voted for Trump. Like, it's not like, oh, damn, you're a Republican. It's damn. So if somebody vote for Trump now or if somebody, you know, you almost looking at them now morally. Right. Right. A lot of people don't know how to a lot of people don't know how to separate the morals from the politics. Meaning if you meet anybody who vote for Trump, would you automatically say, like, damn, you're a racist? No. But but that's how a lot of people look at it. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, if, if, I, if, if you say, oh, man, like I voted for Trump, people look at it and be like. Damn, you racist! You don't like Mexicans, and it's like, like that, that's that's not black. what I said. I, oh, you don't you don't like black people? You don't like Mexicans? And it's like that's not what I said. I just you know I voted for Trump, Trump because right. I have a political belief or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah, I, 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 but 
So what what do you think the next big thing is? Um, honestly, that's the trick right now. I can't be certain, but I do see. I'll say, for instance, you got different factions in America mm-hmm. who control power. Um, the easiest way to look at it, we're we're from Chicago. Chicago's gangster city. On one side, you have the Jews. On the other side, you got the Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Ronner. You had J.B. Prisker, Irishman, and a Jewishman. You had um, you had uh, Rahm Emanuel. Then yes, for him, you had a Daily. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the, this power fluctuate. Um, Trump is not, per se, from what I've seen on the side of either of them. Trump is just a billionaire who really doesn't care. He's more global, if you will. He's not mm-hmm. focused on his culture. But I think there is a shift in America where people are starting to become more aware. And one of the things that they need to do now to stifle people is break us. Like you, like you mentioned earlier, it's really it's like bug breaking. Um, the reality is our generation is raised to look at so many things. There's depression or to complain about things we get Mental on social health. media. And we sit up and we complain and we whine instead of saying, okay, how can I go attack the situation? We all sit up and complain on social media not realizing that same phone that we're using to type can be used to make money. You can get on uh, on TD Ameritrade and trade Forex. You can do all this. We're sitting up here wasting our as time much, Facebooking when we could be making money. Cause as much really as you tweet and you could be a day trader. You like, feel me? Like, no, and this is a reality. Yeah. But we'll sit up and complain about lack of funds or we'll sit up and complain about things. I think literally right now the focus is on dulling our minds. So now they make sure that they legalize marijuana. You know, so now you'll get higher. You know, they want to make sure that everyone goes into this hippies, 70s move. Why? Because the 60s were turbulent. People were starting to think. Mm-hmm. We got to make them stop thinking. We got to get everybody to settle. You know, that's when you get into the 70s mood. America does have their cycles. You know, and it's just like I said, the turbulent 60s where it was wartime. Now you got to give them drugs. You got to pacify them. You know, so everything is going into the all love. Tell everyone walk around naked. Exactly. Increase the sex. The, Don't uh, be in love. Don't get married. Free love. It's the 70s again. You know, and that's so they can stifle you. And then you'll have the 80s where everybody will finally wake up from these drug infested comas and start wanting to finally make money again. Mm-hmm. You know, but then when they start trying to make money, the competition comes and here comes the war again. You know, that's the cycle of America. So you feel like the next step, the next thing is going to be war. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, no. From what I just heard, right now, from what I just heard, you basically saying we getting ready for war. No, no, no. <laughs> like, right now, no, no. That's that's like that's like a decade, two decades ahead. Right now we're Shit, leaving. That's, right now that's we're leaving. Soon. Right now we're leaving the war. It's like the turbulent sixties. You had Vietnam. Everyone was at war. Then that's when they started pushing the drugs. You had quaaludes. You had the drugs they were doing back then. Yep. Heroin was popping. And that's the molly. Popping pills. Now we exactly. That's the same shit. And the weed is the cocaine. And it's literally. The replacement. Now you got all it's, the people with different the types replacement. of music. You got all the different types of music, music festivals, free love. Everything is be open, be free. Vegan. You know, just love. Like, do everything. Man. You know, and it gets weird like the 70s, you know. And everybody's <laughs> in, into that, you know, and it's moving, you know. Then next thing you know, they say Chase is uh Chase Chase, they seize all his money on the Chase vessel, you know, billions of dollars of cocaine. You know, what happened right after they free drugs? All the cocaine rushed oh, in, in the Exactly. 80s, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, with the drugs Let comes me. money. And with money comes power. Let me piggyback, That's, why it's, bro. that's not saying that the next thing is war, but this is the natural cycle of life. Facts, though. And then when you look at how the 70s and 60s, I mean, 60s and 70s was, you got uh, black men that's that was educated, but they couldn't find jobs. And then the ones that was educated, they couldn't, they was under like a, a umbrella. So they couldn't 
how they people come in to actually get them jobs. Like, gotcha. And then you got manufacturing companies, and then you got Amazon. You got all of these big companies, and a lot of black men can only apply to these manufacturing companies or like, like outsourcing companies. You know what I'm saying? Warehouses. Exactly. Like, and that's all we used to work in. When in the 70s, like that's all them the only jobs that we had, you know what I'm saying? Like that was like bringing in decent money, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when you look at the system and you look at like how it's re- like repeating itself, he's dead on. Like, look at you know all what I'm the saying? TV shows and what they're trying to put in exactly. people's heads. Look at everything. What are the top, what are the best TV shows on TV right Shit, now? Shit, the fucked up ones, Euphoria. That show, wow. <laughs> oh, I that's, don't know that. I don't know. I don't know that one. That's 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 I was, was, was going to say Queen of the South and Snowfall. That's for but no, very true. You, but and and look what and look what look that's putting in people's heads. Drugs. You got revolved a young man, Franklin, yep. saying who I would assume is pretty much Freeway Ricky Ross. You know, and they literally showing you how he ended up connecting up with the CIA. You know, and transporting uh transporting these large amounts of coke, Iran, Contra, right. with Danilo Blandon and things of this nature. You literally giving these young kids these ideologies about how they can make it out of these situations. You re- you realize that the only reason I know who Danilo Blandon is because as a kid. I watched The Godfather, decided to do research, and I learned who these people were, so that's what motivated me to make it out of the hood and go to business school. But now you can actually see this shit yeah, on TV. Yeah, now it's on TV. Now it's on TV. <laughs> Ain't no Everybody, research. We giving you all the knowledge. We make sure you kids want to go do this. Exactly. You know? You know, Look, th- th- this is how you this is how you can make it out by being this drug king. And they, exactly. literally, and they like, literally trying to show you, you know? Uh-huh. Like, uh, the, show, uh, the show Euphoria, it's like, 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 why, like, why the fuck is that on TV? Like, so it's basically like pushing the. It's pushing. I I feel like it's 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 pushing the narrative of kids being sexual and drug yeah. experienced at a young age. Like, really? like, like. So I have. I, I, I haven't. I haven't, have. seen, I haven't <laughs> seen. I haven't seen. I haven't seen one lesson be taught in this show yet. Right. So, so, so one of the, one of the things I will say, um, and I say we have to be cognizant about this, um, is the fragility of the mind, even at an older age. Um, people are easily influenced. Um, you have, everyone has that suggestive friend. Everyone got that friend that's just a little, a little, that little. Hey, they gonna follow. You know, the reality is it's messed up, but it is reality. People are influ- easily influenced. Um, they might be actually exposing an accurate reality of life of what some people are experiencing. Mm-hmm. But the reality is coming up, the stuff I experienced, you know, being around drugs at a young age, being around guns at a young age, that was not commonplace. There's no way in hell it should have been on TV because what it is is you make it acceptable. You desensitize people to it. That's the issue with it. It's not that it's it's not a real, realistic encounter. If you have people that are going through that, we need to make sure that there are centers and resources for these individuals and we can have these shows for them to see but if we desensitize and we normalize these kinds of things in these settings, then these young kids growing up think it's okay. And I think that's where the issues come in because now all of the kids see this. So they're like, okay, we can do it. That, that, you know? that, that, that's what I was getting out of it. That, that's what I was getting out of it. It's like the people that you – so the individuals that you have in this show are individuals that our kids look up to. You got Zendaya and you got the Stormy Girl. Like, like all little black girls love them. And then this is a show that they're uh, the, the, the the people that that influence them is part of, yeah, and they see they seeing a hero be a drug addict exactly. in high school and 
fucking multiple like like every episode somebody like fucking multiple people like it's a, it's a, it's a wild ass show for little kids for their heroes to be they portray a young age on the show so so that's the that's that's the trick too and that's why i say we got to look at the fragility of these minds the reality is these kids don't see zendaya you know they they don't know how to separate the two. They watching this TV show. They see these people doing these things. For instance, you got kids running around America who actually thought Takashi Six Nine was a gangster. <laughs> you got people. You got people in our generation who actually thought Lil Wayne was a gangster. This man been famous since he was eleven. And let gangster me, win. And same thing with the. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the girls who rapping now. You know what I'm saying? You got Megan and you got City Girls or whatever the case may be. They all live in relationship lives, but they portray one thing as far as material. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like my girl, she works at a, a high school, North Lawndale, and she was talking about how the kids, like, they really portraying what they're hearing in these songs. Like, that's how they move. That's how they act. You know what I'm saying? And they believe this. Like, they, this they core value. The whole like, time, the person who's singing the song is in a relationship. Yeah, don't, don't really carry that <laughs> image. Out, I know y'all all seen. I saw. I know y'all all seen the Instagram video of the young lady who was out to uh, dinner, and she like on my city girl shit, and she was taking a picture, picture. of her chicken wings. And she was out with her man, and, and he, he like, no, show my food, You not here by yourself. You got adults who are literally. Throwing away their futures real, and their relationships for, for a girl that's on TV that's she, she's she dating not living money that, back she not, she not like, keeping also, that same energy. You got she not adults that, that are being brainwashed yeah. by this. This is a reality. And they pushing this on people. Being Mary, you know? like uh, Mary Jane was a prime example. You know what I'm saying? It, it shows that, you know what I'm saying, I don't need a man to have a child or his, or his regard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just worried about this specific you know what I'm saying? Like his 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 semen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I Exactly. If, you know what I'm saying? She froze this semen same thing she, with she, uh yeah. same thing with the uh the white lady, I mean the black woman that was like very prestige. I forgot her name, but she played a role and it was like a scandal. No matter what, you know what I'm saying? This exactly Kerry Washington. Washington, this uh this white man is superior. No matter how many black men that got it right, you know what I'm saying, that can treat me white, telling me I'm a queen, this, that, and the third, I'm in their face. No matter I'm what, up, I'm, I'm running I'm after this white man. Let's, let's not talk about scandal. Let's not talk about scandal. But no, no, no. But facts, though. But then you got to think about the agenda that came behind that. Uh -huh. It was interracial dating. And then Kerry Washington got on, uh, like, a couple radio stations and said, you know, like, it's okay to be, uh, it's okay to be gay. You know what I'm saying like push that like it's okay for women to date women like and also it's okay to be um what is it uh interracial dating you know what I'm saying but that's that's less of what we needed to hear during that time you know what I'm saying because we was going through a major drought with like women who couldn't they was losing their childs a lot in the emergency room they, they couldn't tell them why you know what I'm saying you had uh uh the abortion rate was high as hell during that time mm -hmm. so it was like it was pushing that agenda you know what I'm saying? Everything has like a specific psychological aspect behind it. Like we 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 don't see that. You know what I'm saying? It's all about Kerry Washington was a big deal. It was just like mm -hmm. every woman. It was just like yeah, not, a lot of females. A lot of women lot of females was, like, was like, I want to be I'm like a boss. Her. Like you I can, gotta be a boss. And the only thing like once you put yourself in that area, 
of like corporate and you see that your man is trying and he can't really like a lot of women saying they can, he can't get it together or he really trying to make some moves but you around all of these men these white men specifically with money you start to like psychologically think and move that way but don't realize you really pushing your like your generation or your culture to the side. I mean, like what you were part of to the side exactly. for like a greater cause that you think is better. You what know you what think saying? is the better? Exactly. Well, you, you, know can tell, you can tell the direction of a generation by the yeah, individuals. You can tell the direction of a generation by the individuals they idolize. Exactly. You know, if we were to say for this 2009 to 2020 generation, the five most influential women. And the five most influential men, that can pretty much give you an accurate portrayal of where people in that time were going. Just like if you go back to the 60s and 70s. Okay, so when you say influential, do you mean, because influential could be tricky, right? Influential could mean like the five most successful or the most powerful women right now, or the five most successful, the five women and men that everybody pay attention to yes, of course media wise media so wise, media wise just saying wise. media yes, wise yes, okay gotcha because you know you got the guy um that uh the gentleman who just paid off all of the uh, student loans for morehouse he's been one of the wealthiest black men um nobody knew um, who he in, was in america for years i actually put him on my instagram a few years back because he does real estate he's a real estate uh he's a real estate uh, billionaire and um he's he was worth like 1.2 billion like maybe like five six years ago mm-hmm. you know and um, no one knew him. Robert Johnson is his name, I believe. No one knew him because he was um, he wasn't he wasn't in the excessive. media. Yep. You know, people were posting all these Jay Z's this and Jay Z's that. And it's like, well, you got this guy right here. You got a gentleman right here in the city of Chicago who owns a company called Loop Capital, an African American man who's super wealthy, upstarted a company. Um, you got a number of African American individuals who do it, but they're not in the media. You know, so that's really that's really the trick to it, and the reality is, it's sad, but that is what Lynch. people see. That is what raised them. You know, so for instance, in my generation, when I was raised, because oh, I'd say oh nine to two thousand and and twenty was, I was raised in a generation, but I was kind of already set in my ways. My generation would pretty much be before that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe ninety nine to uh, it maybe ninety nine to oh nine. You know, we had the Jeezys, we had the Jay Zs. You know, that's why a lot of our generation, people our age, we were hustlers. We want to get money. Exactly. Whereas this generation, these younger people, it was a tail end of our generation, but Wayne turned into a damn drug addict. I really stopped messing with Wayne when he did the song, I Feel Like Dying. I was just like, dude, what the, what? Yeah, that's was, when we started. Like, like, you ain't lying. It was like, I was like, Start, what? Like, and then yeah. you start seeing, then Gucci Mane started talking about popping pills, then yeah. T.I. started popping pills, yeah. you know? And I'm sitting there like the only one that really stayed real was Jeezy. He stepped talking about popping bottles of Ciroc and getting money, selling coke. You know. So it's so with the with the with the agenda that's being put out there and everything like that. Like, do you feel po- politically politically do you feel like they're trying to that 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 they're trying to throw it off on something else such as like mental health, right? Because that was also one of the things that they blame that they they blaming on a lot of things on everything gets blamed on mental health now. Yeah, so uh, but that was one of the main things Trump also blamed the thing the current events that was right. going on on mental health. So it's like specifically what what do y'all mental. feel about that? Do y'all feel like that they trying to push? They trying to that that there, there's there's basically a, a 
a lane now for them to push a lot of things on mental health and to be able to like use that as an excuse for a lot of the things that's going on in the country. Always look at the back end of it. All right, so you got mental health right now. You got them getting ready to say um, they legalizing marijuana. So you got 770,000 people getting ready to come home to the city of Chicago. You know, legalization of marijuana and this mental health leads you to two things. Everyone has an issue. So, for instance, you get on Instagram and you see all these people flexing. You see people you know that you think you know flexing and they look like they're doing good when in reality they actually messed up. So now you're mad because you feel like you should be there and you're not there. Now you got this false depression where this really is a lack of true vision and accountability that you haven't done what you need to do. So now you feel like you're depressed. And it's really not because of nothing you're doing. It's because I like what you like said, you false depression. It, you, don't, you don't feel <laughs> like, like you can keep up with other people in our generation. So you got people with college degrees from the same school I graduated from, University of fucking Illinois. You feel me? Talking about, oh, I can't find a job. It's so hard out here. And it's like, dude, my pops was a crackhead. You know, and you sitting here complaining about this shit. <laughs> you sitting here you mad because you my got brother, a degree. My brother, like, my brother, like, my brother got what they gave him about 100 years. When he was 16, he came home and went and got him a job, you know. And we sitting here complaining about that. No, we feel entitled. We feel like we're supposed to have something because social media shows us these other people with this. And that's bullshit. So it has this false sense of mental health. So now they legalize weed so we can desensitize. Remember I said they got to slow us down now. Mm -hmm. So they give you this weed so you'll slow your ass down. Go pop a pill. You got an issue. Go talk to your therapist. Go talk to your psychiatrist. She gives you these drugs. Now you Antidepressants. You sedated yeah. instead of getting out and going to hustle. You feel me? Instead of getting out and going on that. When I took the biggest loss of my life a few months ago, I stopped drinking. What I need to drink You for. did the opposite. I'm broke. Exactly. Like, I'm you, broke. You, what I'm you drinking did the for. Opposite. You feel me? But most, but, so you, you, you saying now that's the new mentality. So I like, I like what you just it's said. It's the you mentality said, they push on you us took so your, they can keep us as robots. You took your biggest L and you did the opposite. You stopped doing something that will allow you to be slowed down or allow you to be yeah. depressed. Whereas now they pushing the, now they pushing the agenda Oh, man, I just took a big L. I'm sad. I'm depressed. Well, let me give you some pills to get through it. Or let me yeah. give you some weed to get through it. Now, how about you sit up and look at this like this? Look, I just took this big L. At during that process, where did I make a mistake? Or where did I do something that I can change in the future to alter the entire outcome of that situation? Mm -hmm. Boom. If I had done that, I would have never been in that situation. All right, so now next time situations arise, I can look for how this might relate to that one. How about I open my eyes instead of doling them and keeping them more closed with drugs? Yeah. You know, keeping them more closed with alcohol. You know, it's time to hustle. If you broke, get out and hustle. I'm not going to get on Facebook and Instagram and start talking all this trash and complaining. I'm going to get on here and try to make sure that I'm focusing on doing things that will enhance my being. You know, I'm going to make sure that when I get on here, I'm going to look for something that's going to motivate me. That's why I'm talking to you all about the Mastermind Alliance, you know, Andrew Carnegie earlier. That was one of the things I researched. And when I took that L, I stopped messing with a lot of people. And it's not that they're not my friends anymore, but it's that I'm literally trying to build something. Mm -hmm. I know what loss is like. I know what winning is like, too. I actually prefer winning. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is surround myself with other people who want to win. Who want to win, exactly. You feel me? I want to be surrounded by a bunch of other lions. I'm not trying to walk with – I'm not trying to be the only lion walking with goats. That don't make no sense. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So what, what 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 you think about the whole mental health push? Uh, shit, he nailed it. <laughs> he did, uh, he did. But it, it, it's like it's I yeah, it's I can, becoming I mean, it's becoming. It's, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I could just you know what I'm saying just add or piggyback. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I just realized like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was doing the same thing. Like I have a business and it's 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 been excelling tremendously, but I um. 
I started looking into the like I started studying like the European brands because mm-hmm. that's what a lot of my people shop with. And I started getting like mentally depressed. Like I really do. I was, I sit myself like in a room and I'd be like, okay, I gotta work on my blends. Like my shirt gotta be this type of ounces and this type of weight. But I can't necessarily like put that much money to it's 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 very exactly. expensive. It's, expensive. it's costly. So it's like I started thinking about my situation in the wrong matter. You know what I'm saying? Then I just start like I was smoking and I just had to chill out. I'm like, nah, let me chill. You know what I'm saying? It's not how I am. I like every time I got depressed, I wanted to smoke. So I just completely cut it out. You know what I'm saying? And I realized like I started getting back into my hustling ways. You know what I'm saying? Like he was me and him was on the same campus. My hats was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? He exactly. supported me. He was like, Man, I see you out here. You know what I'm saying? He go that forty and my hats weren't even forty dollars then. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a dub. And he put another dub on top exactly. of it. It's, it's the, it was the respect, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I get out of like living the hustler's life. You know what I'm saying? You get so much respect because you're putting in a lot of energy. But once you indulge in like a substance, it it, it kind of it puts you in a false reality. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like it it drags you, you know what I'm saying? So they pushing that tremendously. All I'm hearing is like it's getting to like my like my people, my parents, like my aunties, they like, oh, I just found somebody that's investing into weed and this, that, and that. And it's funny because it's like y'all was the individuals that pushed away from the shit so much. Mm-hmm. Like they over here smoking and water, but you, you want to indulge. Now in you want to invest in it. Exactly, <laughs> like, because <laughs> you see a benefit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it's just funny, bro. Like, you know, it's just it's just one of those. You know, he hit it. He hit it on the nail. You know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, basically what you're asking is it's a mental health push from the government coming down, right? On the negative, though, they pushing mental health as being a, a crutch, something that yeah, something mm-hmm. that people can lean on. But then we also are telling black men you need to be more aware of mental health. For sure. Like because of the shit that you've seen, because of, because of the possible PTSD you have from living in these rough neighborhoods and everything, you need to be more aware. And you're saying, could that clash? Could us trying to be aware of our mental health or something that may be wrong with us deep down inside? And then a government negatively pushing mental health down. Are you saying could it clash in the sense that we shouldn't? Like black men are now gonna say we shouldn't be mentally aware, or will it will it eventually tear us down? It tear us down even more. I that's what I'm saying. I think I think. My quick opinion is, I like what you said. I, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a, a negative impact. I think it's going, it's going to hit, and then now black people are going to use that, or they're trying to get black people to use that as an excuse. Now, you get what I'm saying? Exactly. I think they're going to try to use that as an excuse. Now, now the 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 black excuse. Now the black excuse is going to be, I'm mentally ill. I think exactly. I think that's what we really got to realize right now. We're in an era where we're starting to fight back. When you already suppressed, we ain't got all these superstar heroes that we love no more. We looking at people like, man, some of y'all bullshitting. We got a lot of things that are going on. The reality is we do have PTSD. I grew up in the hood. I saw some of my best friends buried. I actually got a list on my phone. I buried 21 of my closest homies growing up. You know, I'm 72nd East End, so we've been there, done that. You know, but the reality is you – 
go through this, you experience it. And I had to come to realize I had PTSD. I joined my frat and I couldn't interact with my frat brothers a lot of times because they will, we got this thing where we grew up where we actually get tough with each other. And I'm from the hood. I'm ready to get on that. You know, it's like I don't even want to do that. Play tough stuff because I move like this. But I ain't I play had, fighting. Yeah, it's you like, know, like I, had, I had I had to realize that that was post traumatic stress disorder. So you got a lot of people like Herb. He's from my block. He was he was from 72nd and Bennett originally. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's coming out with an album called PTSD. I love that. You know, the biggest thing that we can do as African Americans is address it, but we have to address it with the key word. And this is what a lot of us fail to do, and it is what we're losing about. It's his profession. It's what I do professionally. It's accountability. You understand me? There is a certain point when you no longer have issues. You're being immature. There's a certain point when you no longer have issues. You're being enabled. You know, as a child, you go through things that you will face. But as African-American men, we have to understand that, yes, I had PTSD. When I stopped drinking in March, one of the things I also did was I sat down with a gentleman named Donald Duke. He's the CEO of a company called... um, Habilitative Systems Incorporated. They actually focus on psychology mm-hmm. um, in the state of Illinois. I had a meeting with him, and he gave me a book by a gentleman named Yogi Ramacharaka. It's called The Science of Breathing. Mm-hmm. And it, taught, it's, it talks about how breathing The Science correctly, of Breathing. I heard yeah, of that book. It talks about how properly breathing will control your anger, will control your emotions, blood pressure, and a lot of things. That's so not only did I stop drinking, but I started making sure that I breathed correctly. And my entire mentality changed the way I approached anger and things like this. So, yes, I had PTSD, but now it's like, okay, I can sit down and do this and think. And I sat down with this guy one time for an hour. You know, and all this African-American elder did was give me guidance and help me be accountable. That was what it was. So so you're saying be aware that you have PTSD or that you have – be aware of the issues that you have, but now don't say, oh, man, I got these issues. No, I'm saying be aware so you can combat them. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like, be aware that you have the issues, but then now don't be like, oh, what I'm using it like, for an excuse. Damn, I got face, these issues. No face, wonder. I'll like, face some of the that's same, why I'm fucked up. And you saying some of the same issues that I had a ridiculously negative response to back in February before I met him in the last two months and laughed about him. Like literally laughed. There so, was a point in time where my my I'm a Taurus. I literally see red, and I can lose my temper and go there. Mm-hmm. But I'd have anxiety attacks because people like in a professional setting would tell me you got to chill, and I can't be out. I had a control issue, you know. So it literally in your main you start to have anxiety attacks. Your blood pressure builds because you can't be in control. You got to keep it inside. Now once I start breathing, it's like dude, I'm laughing. It was like three months ago. I would have literally might have had an anxiety attack over this. And that was like, out. you really was, and the person was really just trying to make you mad. They were trying to test you, you know. So what you think? Oh, man. <laughs> it'd be mellow shit. Like, <laughs> like, it'd be, it'd be straight to the point, but like. Uh, like, do you think there's going to be a class? Of course. The, uh, okay, so I, I realized, like, a lot of men, like, in my generation specifically, smoke. Mm-hmm. Smoke, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it puts you in that. That mellow mode, you chill, you know what I'm saying? But one thing a lot of people don't realize is that it's becoming a little bit more funnier with consuming weed. It's, it's, it was at a point where it was hard to get it, and now it's extremely accessible. Exactly. And then a lot of people talking about, oh, I got my plug in Cali. I got my plug in Cali, like this good dope. Mm-hmm. You taste the difference. You feel the difference. Yeah. On the on the label, it tells you it has cancer. 
it's a possibility of cancer. Same thing with the swishes, but we still indulging in it, mm-hmm. right? What the government is doing and the reason why it's becoming legal is to be control the people. One example of it was the K2 in New York. Now, we can take uh, that. The, what, it, was, that med- was that medical? It was like uh, a sprinkle of like a lot of shit. It was okay, like, gotcha. It was all type of shit. It was like rat poison. Oh, all damn. type. Okay. It was wild as hell, but it was like cocaine, rat poison, spray, you know what I'm saying? But the spray that they using, the government is taking the weed, putting it in, I mean, um, like controlling it now. In California, they spraying it with Depavira. What is that? Depavira is what? It's like a birth control. I was going to ask you, are they, they, I heard I heard they spraying it with some stuff that can uh, it not emasculate you, but it, it kills your It changes your... They say oh, men need to stop smoking weed now because it's... You got really men that got... Taking your testosterone. Yeah, so away. it's taking our testosterone and giving us estrogen. So every time... Yeah, so that's why a lot of women are saying, like, we got all these bitch-ass niggas, like, woo out the band. Like, <laughs> like they complaining so much. These it's like, ass bitch yeah, ass like, yeah, like, so once you, once, you fold, once you fold the blunt and you light the blunt and once you inhale it, it turns, those chemicals burning turns into phenols. So it puts you in a relaxed state of mind and more, like, feminine. It's more, more mellow. More, it's not more. as aggressive. Like, you not, you not, like, power. Power, hey, your that, power that's, drive. That's, that's mm-hmm. funny. That's funny. Your power that's drive funny. leaves once you get phenols into your body. Phenols is 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 estrogen. You know what I'm saying? And too much estrogen starts to change your chemical make. So, Jesus, that's wild. Is it? <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, I actually like, heard that years I, and, ago. And, and, I was gonna ask that. I like, I didn't know the details. Yeah. I, I heard something similar to it, but I didn't know I didn't know the details about how everything was yeah. going down. But so you mean it so let's look at it from the question that that that, that Terry brought from, up, right. right? So you got the mental health push. Right. A way to combat that is to be more relaxed. Right. A way to deal with that is to indulge in marijuana right. medically, prescription-wise, whatever the case may be, to control your mental health, con- right. to control your anxiety, to control your issues. And on top of that, it's also going to I, I think what, like, like make, you, make you more feminine, make you more right. relaxed, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. It's going to make you more emo. How many of the dudes you know that smoke a lot be on Facebook complaining all the time? All the time. My homies, my, homies, like, my homies from the hood. That's what killed me. You got people from the hood. I got homies on the block that told them blickers. I'm talking about 100 shots. And you see them on Facebook complaining about life, and it's like, fam, how the fuck you complain about life if <laughs> you got a 100-round chopper right here? When I was growing up, you can't be broke if you got a llama right there. At all. How am I broke and I got a chopper? He sells drugs. I got a chopper. I'm rich. I mean, we, 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 we ain't gonna tell people to go out there, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, no, it ain't, it ain't, it's not when you come from that, like technically come from that environment, that's what you know. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, but now, I respect that. But, but now you like, got people you know on saying? Facebook, but that's what I'm saying. Like, now you got people on Facebook day. complaining, you know, in the same sense. You got athletes that you see on, on social media complaining when they in the gym instead of getting in the gym. Exactly. You know, it's literally. And I even felt the same way when I was smoking. I was always off some type of, like, I was emotional a lot. And I'm like, gee, you not like this, what the fuck going on? It's because you're doing something new. I was smoking. I'm talking about smoking. And I just looked at myself like, so it's did, like I'm trying to figure out the issue. So do, do y'all you think know what I'm saying? Men, it was the smoke. Do y'all think black men are better off not 
addressing the issue of mental health? No, no, we gotta uh, address. We, we have to. We have to, to address. But <laughs> but we but, also have but to, do you think it's a slippery slope? Once you address it, you could fall down that 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 that. We hole. don't like to address it because we got too many issues. Like we have unlimited issues. And, and that's issues, what I'm saying. You know what Once saying? you address it, do you think it's easier to just fall down that hole and use it as a crutch? Yeah, use it gotta, as an excuse. But you gotta understand that That's why it's like we gotta understand the clear cut difference between mental health and self-inflicted pain what's the word don't have expectations because you'll be uh, disappointed self-inflicted mental disappointment that's what okay. i'm gonna call it okay so the self-inflicted mental disappointment is when you see other people that you went to school with taking all these trips and living this life they seem like they rich and stuff and you see and you're like oh i'm not doing that i'm struggling so you might smoke or whatever. You might get pissed off. Stuff starts to bother you. And more and more it beats. And you feel like life beating you down. Why can't I find jobs? So now you're on social media complaining and this and that. When the truth is, you could have really just been hustling more. You know, when I didn't have a job, I literally applied to about 100 jobs a day. I applied to some jobs three or four times. So they kept seeing my name. Like the dude who was uh, <laughs> dude who lost his job and was standing yeah. on the corner passing out For resume. Real. You feel me? Like he was standing on the corner passing out hustle resume. Hustle is hustle. And it's because when I took the last L, I decided for the first time, I was going to make sure I didn't do nothing questionable to try to bounce back. So I said, you know what? If I'm going to put, if I'm hungry, when I'm, when I'm hungry, I can go crazy in this fashion. I want to make sure that I throw every ounce of energy I got into trying to do this. So literally, job after job after job. And I had actually decided that I wanted to get into real estate. Yeah. I had just left hospitality and switched into an entirely different field. You know, so the reality is when you're serious about something, you go after it. With this mental health situation, we have to be accountable for what we've been through in the past. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, once you become an adult, what you've been through in the past did not have the same effect on you. They say if you knew better, you do better. Exactly. So once you acknowledge the situation, you have one choice. You're either going to fix it or allow it to persist. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a choice. Uh, literally, it is a choice. You know. So we touched on we touched on the bigger picture. We touched on the mental health part. Uh, so we're gonna wrap it up. But I I want to one quick. Thing I want to brush over before we wrap it up and um, the terrorist part, right? So everyone is saying, like, these men are terrorists. Treat them as such. Label them as such. Right. And that was one of the things that he kind of backed off of doing. He called them cowards and called them, you know, the, the sorry-ass individuals. But he right. wouldn't use the <laughs> word terrorist, right? He wouldn't, like, he wouldn't use it. Exactly. And uh, Rihanna was like, you know, I think you spelled terrorist wrong. Mm -hmm. Like like he like you say a coward. I think you spell right. I think you spell terrorist wrong. And uh Charlemagne uh said that of course white men have been the biggest terrorist terrorists in the United For States. Sure. You know, yeah, like so like why aren't you calling so <laughs> one of the things that he masked is the fact that it's it's terrorism. Mm -hmm. Do you what do you what do you feel the 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 the, the look of a terrorist will be moving forward or will that agenda be able to be pushed that a terrorist is not somebody that just necessarily doesn't look like you or somebody who's not part of the country or whatever the case may be but a terrorist can just be someone who's pushing a political agenda in a in a murderous way right and will we start to look at those individuals as terrorists now no. do, you, do you think it will change no 
I don't I don't think it'll change. I, I only I think it can change, but I don't I don't think it will in a sense because it's like we got so many individuals that's uh stuck in like a mental illness condition. You know what I'm saying? Like our whole psychology and standpoint is just fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like the perception of the black man is a terrorist. Like nobody else can be labeled as that. Like n- no other ethnicity. That's what I'm saying. If so you're African, you're a terrorist. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that's what it's always been. You get what I'm saying? Even if I come together with every man in this room mm-hmm. and we go crazy, he he say this year twenty thousand. You say twenty thousand, and everybody else does. Mm-hmm. We terrorists. We terrorists because now we have an agenda to be able to financially, like, have a financial gain. Mm-hmm. Like the black. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you. Like you said, if, like the black like family. Like the black family, right. Like, if if it's a, a man and a woman together, they married, they got kids, and they got a big-ass crib somewhere, you automatically a target for the system. You're a terrorist upon what we want this agenda to. I mean, what the agenda like being is. Being against like, our agenda makes exactly. you a terrorist. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, anybody who has any type of financial gain, Anybody who understands and speaks financial freedom and they black, you're a terrorist. Rick Ross was a terrorist. Uh, Nipsey was a terrorist. We can go on and on. It's, it's, that's just how the terrorist aspect is looked at. Like the black man, the African man. Like, the, the, the black man that's yeah, against our agenda. Exactly. Anybody with money, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you do have money, you plan a game with your money. It's only so much that you can do. It's being controlled some type of way. And if it's not being controlled, they're trying to find a way for it to be controlled. And if you go against that, they label you as Kind of like how they said uh, <laughs> um, Black Lives Matter was a terrorist organization. Exactly. But the, uh, the neo-Nazis the neo Nazis that was, uh, yeah. what, what was that in uh, South, South Carolina or something like that, yeah. they was a, 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 a a political rally. Exactly. <laughs> they 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 yeah, was they they, they play with rally, their words so. properly, bro. Like they do what they got to do. That's one thing they understand their language. That's it's, their it's language. Rhetoric. Exactly. You know so what I'm saying? Do you think so? They are going to charge the guy from El Paso. No. As a, well, that, that that they said. He good. They said that they're going to charge him. That that they're charging him with a terror a, a terrorist attack. They, that's what they that's what they said. That's what they said. So do you think that was just like a a forced push, like yeah, they to, saw, to they saw, out, they saw the social chill. media saying, yeah. like, "Oh, he, they like, oh well, yeah, you know, we we definitely looking at terrorist charges, like, right? That's what we want to charge them as." Yeah. Saying I mean, you, just a, I mean, when you look at everything, you know, what I'm saying, like a white man has done, it's always a mental illness. You well, if you saying? look at the definition of terrorism, right? All of all of these all of these things, it's terrorist attacks. Exactly. It's a a terrorist a terrorist attack is when you do something. To push a political agenda, right? So if I go somewhere and I kill a bunch of people because of my political agenda, or because I want to build the wall, or because I don't want, uh, I, I want to say that Mexicans are immigrants, that's terror. That's terrorism. Hey, just remember too, you ain't actually gotta kill people. No, exactly. You don't you even could, have to kill could, people. Could, it, could, it's could, it, could, it's could just to put, to push it. Yeah, attack. yeah. You know, the Boston Tea Party it was a terrorist attack. Exactly. So. Exactly. So but it's got, like that's because terrorist has a like he said terrorist. The ideology of a terrorist in America has a specific image, 
And the moment that you diversify that brand, you dilute the ability to control the people. Because the reality is, once you say the guy from El Paso was a terrorist, then mm-hmm. I mean the guy from Florida in the club was a terrorist. Yep. That mean the guy in Dayton was a terrorist. That mean so, yeah. you feel me? That means literally every mass shooting, everybody that combined terrorists, terrorists, terrorists. And then you start looking and you're like, well, don't that mean that those individuals who in the army who go kill people that we put in jail for work? Wait, ain't a whole army is a terrorist. Once you open up that door, it's too many questions to be asked. That's exactly. why you got to make sure. That's why you, that's why I said they got to make sure they sedate us. You have to make sure that you keep people in it's propaganda. You got to make sure you keep people in a certain square. They have a certain understanding. That's why, like you said, they ain't going to give you all the details. They ain't going to show you the video. Man, just let me see the video. You know, like I saw the video of the dude. What was he overseas in Belgium? Where he went in the mosque and he supposedly shot all those people. You know, from that video, to me, it looked like that was real. You know, if it turns out to be fake, that'd be crazy. But you saw the entire video. Exactly. This man gets Third out his car. You see, he, you see, he, you see him reloading everything. You know, not saying that we should promote this stuff, but you know, it's something show going on the when truth. they only show you parts and they so tell much. you this story. Exactly. You know, they spoon feed you what they what they want you to believe, so they can direct you in a certain way. Exactly. You know, that's the American way. That's politics. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. You know? <laughs> but that's everything that trends. It's a way bigger issue behind the trend. Exactly. It don't matter what it is. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when this El Paso shit happened, like you were saying earlier, Trump started talking about shit. He was talking about ASAP Rocky again. Exactly. He, he flipped it right back I to mean, But even beyond that, y'all don't realize all of that was a distraction. You need to ask yourself, what was going on on a larger scale that will well, actually He great at distractions. He great at distractions. Look at... Yes, because Trump, most of this is what most distraction. don't understand. I have a lot of respect. The no-look assist. I, I have a lot of respect for Trump, and this is the reason I say this. Trump does not lie, you know. I don't actually think he president. is racist. I think Trump just a rich man who understands that there are a lot of individuals who are racist who want to hear this, so he says it, you know. But the reality is, do I think he's sitting up in his room saying, F Negroes and all that? No. You saying worried. he pushing the agenda that the people behind him want him to push, yes. so he could keep. He it. kicks it with Diddy. Yeah, he still you can be racist. Me, you feel like, yeah, you feel <laughs> that's why it's like. So it's like it's like I'm not saying that he's racist, so he's not racist, but I do understand that politically, Trump knows he has how an to agenda get the to push. Going. He has an you know, agenda. He's, to push, he's you know, he's he's messing with people, and he also realizes that that kind of agenda can actually. It's fucked up, but it's a. It can get the other side. It could get going it done. Too. Yeah, you it could so get it now, done. We so focused on trying to talk about Trump and his presidency that our candidates aren't even showing they own real power, you know? So they make a point to distract you from what he's doing. That's why people got to understand that's the Kansas City shuffle. That's when everybody look left and you go right. You know, he ain't doing nothing but making y'all look over here. Good or bad, we talking about him. Trump, yes. There's no (laughs) such thing as bad publicity. Good or bad, we talking about him. Exactly. All right.